Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 190 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt. Join us as host, Carlos. Yeah. We're here. Another day, another week. We got this. How's it going, bud? I mean, do we have this, though? We got this. I mean, that's... I don't know. That I wouldn't quite say that we have this. What What don't we have about this? Well, there's a lot of things that we don't have about this. Like, we don't... I don't think we have that firm of control over things. We have no control over anything, right? Well, it's, I don't think it's that. <laughs> no, I think we're doing just fine. We don't have control of the weather. That's one thing. But yeah, it's well, at right. least it's, we may not have control of the weather, but at least it's fine right now. Yeah, I can I can press play and press pause. I can I can turn you up and turn you down. We but can you make control. sure make it so that uh, your your music doesn't cut out partway through? Ah, I don't have control. You over don't that. have control no. over that. Uh, shit, <laughs> shit. <laughs> bring our flaws to the table. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, how you been, man? All right. Just all right. Yeah, just about. Just nothing right. too crazy. Nothing. Nothing too we, crazy. We right tried now. Uh, jousting, javelin throwing in the in the yard the other day. Yeah, ripped one of my socks because I was. <laughs> I was just Those were some nice looking socks too. What'd you do? Well, I don't know how I managed that. <laughs> it was just a, just a complete disaster when I went to throw. The, I mean, yeah, that that was our excitement for the weekend. The sun was out. It was sixty degrees. It was perfect. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't been up to too much either. I don't know. Playing games, played, anything? Uh, what was that uh, music that we played while Pete threw? It was uh, oh, the Chariots of Fire. Yeah, that was that was great. Perfectness. Uh, that video is on our Blind uh, Ninja <laughs> Studios page. It's only like twelve seconds long, but it's funny as hell. That's what we do when we're off mic. Just be stupid. Uh, yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah, we normally don't record our stupid stuff, right? Like we we're always <laughs> on top. <laughs> we're always on top of it. We're always in control. We're always a plus, a yeah. plus. Uh, yeah, any games, anything you've been doing? No, uh, I've been playing a game called uh, Slay the Spire uh, lately. It's basically a uh, uh, kind of a you climb this tire, this tower, and like slowly as you like kill creatures going up the tower, you get like cards you put in your deck, and your your attacks are all based off your cards. Oh, and it's all it's all turn based and whatever. And then like eventually you die, and you have to start, have to start it's like from a the magic again. meets tower defense game. It's uh, no, no, it's more like a kind of like a you drop like a couple car- like a five cards or whatever at the beginning of your turn, and those are your attacks and your block and whatever that stuff. And you can try to take out the uh, whatever monsters are or mm. are there. And there's also like other things that happen. This could make a really good uh, board game as well. I think it's uh, like fifty floors each time. You can go up to f- and then uh, eventually I I'm just trying to play through on one of the uh, the characters that I uh, like the second character you unlock, and it is not going well. I just cannot get to the top of the tower. <laughs> That makes me want to play that. What, what's that one That one game we used to always play? It's just Tower Defense. Yeah. Where you build the walls yeah. around and have the monsters come from the woods and the archers time, and stuff. You're the one climbing the tower. You're just trying to destroy the tower. Oh, I thought it was the opposite direction. I thought you were trying to stop no. the monster. You're the one of the monsters you're, trying to get to the top. Yeah, you're trying okay, to okay. kill your way to the top. Ah, that sounds pretty it's, fun, it's actually. A, it is actually a blast to play. Like, if... Uh, I recommend somebody like our listeners like check out a quick YouTube video of people playing because there's quite a few people that. Like and what's to play it called again? Uh, Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. Uh, no movies, no nothing. No, not no. really. No. Picard what? was really good this week. They brought back uh, Deanna Troy and uh, Riker 
So. It took them this long because like there's like clips of that from like the very first. John Luke Picard is on the run right now, and he had to get refuge at uh at their place on whatever planet. And that's at. like what not one of the first spots they put a lookout for. No, because he just got into major danger like this last episode. He's been on a mission to fr- find something, and then he finds it finally, and they have to escape the Romulans, and then he gets in a Borg cube in the Borg cube mother area, and he flies away somewhere else like in a magic little teleporter, but can teleport you millions and millions of... Yeah, exactly like in the Star Trek remake movie. Yeah, yeah. Where they, they could just do that too. It's in like the Queen room or something. I don't know what it's called. But uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. It's good. I, I can't wait for the next episode. Seven or nine is coming back again for another episode. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. When she shows up in two episodes ago, oh my God, it was so cool. She's she's pretty amazing. Jerry Ryan, yes. Yeah, I never really cared for uh, Voyager. It took me a long time, and then well, like the it was I, it was finally the next series I had to watch, and then I watched all through it. Uh, yeah, it's the, really good. The clip of like uh, Jerry Ryan that was shown in uh, Fort Picard, like I was like, oh wow, that looks amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and it makes sense for her to be in it too. There's probably only three episodes left, or something like that. So because she also shares a Borg yes, connection. Yes, so. she is. Yes, yeah, and they. The, the the next episode looks like they're gonna dive even deeper into the Borg, and I'm ex- it, it's it's pretty exciting. Uh, they they've done a really good job with the series. It should be wrapping up in the next three weeks or so. So, if you want to do that CBS All Access and uh, get that free week or free month or whatever, do it and binge it. It's really good. And Discovery's on there too, which is really good too. So they're doing good with the the Star Trek universe right now. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, I saw The Invisible Man. It was pretty fun. Went to the Extraordinary Casey. It was pretty good. No concerts, though. Not yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. What you been listening to, bud? Uh, I've been listening to quite a few things. So uh, let's start off with uh, and a little bit older album. This is from 1989. This is uh, Mule Variations from Tom Waits. And I basically start, I listened to this album because uh, I was driving one night and they started playing uh, What's He Building in There, mm-hmm. which isn't really a song. It's just like him talking. And it was like, wow, this is great. I like this. Atmosphere. This is by far my favorite Tom Waits album. It's no, it's really there's good. There's a lot of good songs on here. Here is a Hold On from Tom Waits. She said, baby, I still love you. Sometimes there's nothing left to do. Oh, but you got to hold on, hold on. Baby, got to hold on and take your mind. Standing right here, you gotta hold on Down by the Riverside Motel It's in below and falling I will say, if you've never really listened to Tom Waits before, Mule, Vier- Mule Variations would be like the album to start out with. It's the most accessible, most easy listening because he, a lot of the songs on older albums and stuff are like, uh, what is he building in there? And just kind of offbeat, off Which the wall I like really that. I really like that. Yeah. So, uh, but it's he, not really a song, so I didn't yeah. decide to share that one. Yeah. And it's a great, it's great, whatever it is. But yeah, yeah whatever that, it is. That's how right. a lot of his older music is, just kind of out there, weird stuff. But yeah, there's a lot of really accessible songs on this album. But yeah, what else have you been listening uh, I also listened to Always Tomorrow from Best Coast. Uh, I enjoyed this album. Uh, like I have I, to check this one out. Yeah. Uh, uh, here is wreckage off of that album. So sorry for everything. You know I really wanted it to work out. I put the blame on everybody. Wasn't capable of not being stressed out. I wanted to move on. 
their sound has gotten a lot bigger from when I last really listened to them. Yeah, it's a very solid album. I really enjoyed it. Kind of remind me of uh, Killing Heidi from Australia. It's an early two thousands band with that last track that was just having. That's really cool. I like it. Uh, let's see. I also listened to Hot Dish from Heartbones. Uh, this is a, a weird album, but I also really like this album a lot. So it, I had to I had to look into this one because uh, the next one you played, I saw the album cover on there, and it's like, wait a minute, is that is that Chantil Har- that that is Harmar Superstar? So I guess this is Harmar Superstar from Minneapolis. His uh, other band that I didn't know actually oh, existed yet. So cool. yeah, I, I dug what you played so far. So here's a op- the first song. Here's one song off that. This is Open Relations. Here's uh, another one off of it. This is actually the uh, the song that I, when I heard on the radio, I was like, oh, what is this? And basically the reason I picked up the album, this is uh, This Time is Different from Heartbones. Pure bubblegum pop, that's for sure on that one. Yeah, I really, uh, really enjoyed this album. So uh, I would have to say this album, Hot Dish, is way better than actual Hot Dish. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Uh, my What I listened to this week, uh, I listened to it a couple times, actually, the past few weeks. Uh, it's Harry Styles' new album, of all things, actually. Uh, I didn't really think I'd get into him too much. But there, I guess his last solo album, I did play a Sign of the Times on here. Uh, and there's quite a few songs on it. From this album from start to finish is actually really good. Uh, yeah, the album's called Fine Line. Uh, this first track is called Watermelon Sugar. Another track on there is called 
to be so lonely. He kind of is all over the place. There's some nice acoustic tracks on here. There's like some piano tracks and stuff. And then you got the kind of rocky poppy stuff like that last one. Uh, this one is called To Be So Lonely. I was away and I'm just an arrogant son of a bitch who can't admit when he's sorry. Don't call me baby again. You got your And finally, my favorite song from there is called Lights Up. Uh, his new album is called Fine Line, and it's Harry Styles of One Direction. Uh, his solo career is pretty damn cool compared to what One Direction was. Uh, let's go into the music news. few things. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Over the past several days, multiple companies and artists, including the Beastie Boys, Ozzy Osbourne, Nine Inch Nails, Trenton Reznor, and Atticus Ross have pulled out of participating in South by Southwest 2020 due to concerns surrounding coronavirus. Uh, now the uh, South by Southwest 2020 has been canceled. Austin Mayor Steve Adler announced, uh, I've issued an order effective that effectively cancel South by Southwest, Adler said during a press conference. There is no path forward that would uh, mitigate the risk enough to protect the community. Uh, the press conference also included officials from the city of Austin and surrounding counties. According to a report by the Austin Chronicle, South by Southwest insurance will not cover the cancellation. Uh, we have a lot of insurance, terrorism, injury, property destruction, weather. South by Southwest co-owner or co-founder and manager director Roland Swenson told the Chronicle. However, bacterial infections, communicable diseases, uh, virus and para pandemics are not covered. Additionally, South by Southwest co-founder uh, Nick Barbero told the Chronicle that the festival does not have cancellation insurance relating to a disease outbreak or triggered by the city uh, declaring a local state of disaster. So that's a whole clusterfuck happening right there. You know, it, it makes sense, though, just because uh, somebody like could be like feeling a little sick and like, oh, I got, buy, I got a ticket to this thing. I'm not going to miss it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes sense, but yeah, I don't... <laughs> Right right now, I think uh, we'll see this happening a lot going probably through April until all this kind of calms down because I think April is also Coachella 
and us. We'll see if that one gets canceled. Uh, another festival to be canceled in the wake of the coronavirus was Miami's Ultra Music Festival. Uh, the festival confirmed on Friday that the rest the fest would not take place until next year. Uh, Mayor Suarez and Commissioner Carollo uh, told reporters that the festival, which was uh, scheduled to place, take place, I think, two weeks from now, uh, would be postponed, though the festival delayed its announcement. So, yeah, that's another one going down, too. Makes me a little nervous about Bonnaroo, but luckily that's in June, so hopefully all this blows away by then, but yeah. And then uh, Green Day have also called off a string of March tour dates in Asia due to health and travel concerns with the coronavirus. Uh, the posted statement announcing that their upcoming performance would be postponed. Uh, Green Day's postponement came on the heels of BTS's canceling a handful of April concerts in Seoul, citing similar health concerns. Uh, we know it sucks as we are looking forward to seeing you all, but uh, hold on to your tickets and we'll be announcing the new dates very soon. Uh, Green Day's summertime, hella mega tour with Fall Out Boy and Weezer has not been affected, so that's still going on this summer. Yep. So we'll see what happens in the upcoming future of all that. Um, Metallica have launched a new subscription service. Uh, the Metallica Vinyl Club will offer fans a chance to hear Metallica rar- rarities and demos pressed on 7-inch vinyl records. Uh, the inaugural year, year will feature four releases. Signing up for the 2020 vinyl subscription is open through Tuesday, March 31st. I don't know, only four releases sounds a little like a boring club for that, doesn't it? I don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I, I didn't see how much it was, but if you're spending 20 bucks a month for only four 7-inch vinyls, I don't think that'd be a very good deal. No, it doesn't really no. sound like so it. I didn't actually see how much it was, but yeah, usually if you're in a vinyl club, it's like every other month or something, you get like a full record in the mail. I don't know. But yeah, we'll see. You see, I'm going to be honest, I don't know a whole lot about vinyl clubs at all. So the uh, I was on Vinyl Me Please for a bit there, and that ended up raising up to like 50 bucks a month or something like that and you get one record a month with like some other crap or something i don't know so i canceled that after uh two or three months and i'm like this is this no and i don't even get to choose the record i'm just gonna go yeah yeah uh also metallica have inspired the naming of a newly discovered deep sea crustacean as the band has announced on social media uh macro stylus metalli metallicola uh, is a tiny worm-like creature that grows up to 6.5 millimeters long and inhabits the Claritin-Clipperton zone, a uh, sub, uh, submarine region uh, between Hawaii and Mexico at the depths where the pressure is equivalent to about 400 times that of the atmosphere on Earth. Yep, so we got a new Metallica crustacean. It's my Metallica news that never really shows up. Uh, finally, Genesis announced a reunion tour. The classic lineup, Phil Collins, Toby Banks, and Mike Rutherford will be joined by Nick Collins, Phil's son, who will take over his father's drumming duties, and, uh, Daryl Stupmer. Uh, the dates so far are just in the UK. Uh, uh, the band previously reunited in 2007 for a tour, and in 2014 for a documentary called Genesis Together and Apart. Genesis' last album was in 1997, calling all stations. So maybe Genesis will have a tour if they get their differences all back together and stuff. We'll see. Yeah. Any news on your end? I, I do have not much. have any news. Just the coronavirus taking over everything. That's about it, I guess. Yep, yep. Let's go on the weekly theme. Welcome. 
Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week is Burn It Down. Uh, last show it was uh, nature songs, right? And now we're just going to burn down the nature. Yeah. 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 Just like just like Australia. Burn it down. Burn it down. It worked well for them. <laughs> I guess it did. It's growing back like immediately. So it's Yeah, all good. well, they just had to burn it all down first. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, fairly easy topic. I thought of five within the matter of like two seconds. And yeah. It worked out, and I didn't copy any of yours, so that was pretty cool. That's uh, cool. Usually, if I think of, I don't know, we always we always copy, and then I have to go digging. I'm like, damn it! But <laughs> yeah, we're all good. Yeah, uh, you want to start it out? Sure. So this one seems like a really obvious choice, but it was actually the final one I chose. I forgot all about this song. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Lincoln Park and their song "Burn It Down." since I've listened to that album, but like I remember which album is it even I on? I can't remember. Oh, like, Living I, Things. What what year did that come out? I don't know. I don't, I, I lost track of uh, Lincoln Park after Hybrid Theory, basically. But I I do remember liking this album though. Yeah, yeah. Was it? That's probably one of their latest, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like seven years ago. Mm, probably. Yeah. And then he already died. What three years ago? Almost two. Yeah, something I think. Like that. Wow. Uh, my first one is by Senses Fail, and the song is called The Fire. My next one is, uh, it's from the Talking Heads, and it's their song, Burning Down the House. Fire. 
God, I love how funky that song is. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, my next one is by Grateful Dead, and it's called Fire on the Mountain. next one uh so my next one is from david bowie and it's you will set the world on fire kennedy would kill for the lines that you've written van rock says to bobby she's the next real thing crowds in the hell flight screaming like a banshee you're in the boat babe we're in the water Say too much. That album was so good. The next day, uh, second to last album. Uh, I always remember when I first heard that one. I'm like, oh my God, David Bowie's rocking out again. Sweet. And the rest of the album has a little funky stuff too. But yeah, it's a good one. The next day is really good. Uh, my next one is by Elton John. It's off his uh, Tumbleweed Connection album. And it is called Burn Down the Mission. So my next one is uh, from Dragon Force, and this is a song I 
have fun memories of like playing with friends like a Guitar Hero and trying to oh, play God, I play failed the song. so badly at this goddamn it song. It is insane trying to play this game. I know when, I, when you were telling me that I was looking at it, there's a video that says through in expert mode or whatever. So I was watching, I'm like, good lord. Yeah. That's only expert mode, though. Yeah, the 100% expert mode. Ugh. So this is Through the Fire and Flames from Dragon Force. Just keeps going and going and going. Some crazy guitar playing going on <laughs> no, there. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, my next one is by Mr. Harry Nielsen, and the song is called Jump Into the Fire. Also just keeps going on and on and on. What's uh, your final one, bud? So my final one is a song I have fond memories of just because uh, I've played so much Fallout over the years. Oh, nice. I was wondering this where is, this came from. <laughs> and this is one of the many uh, oldies that they have in there. This is uh, I Don't Want to Set the World on Fire from the Ink Spots. I don't want to set the world on fire I just want to start a flame in your heart In my heart I have but one desire And that one is you No other will do I've lost all ambition For worldly acclaim I just want to be the one you love And with your admission That you feel the same 
home I'll have reached the goal I'm dreaming of Believe me, I don't want to set the world on fire I have one random Ink, Spot, Ink Spots album at my house and I've never listened to oh. it yet. Yeah, I should check it out. See what's no, yeah, there. like I've heard that song. They're normally followed by like either Butcher Pete or like a, a Scary Davis song. Oh, okay. So, all right. All sorts of old songs that show up in that one, but that's one of my favorites. Cool. Uh, my final one is by Mr. Charles Bradley, and uh, the song is called "The World Is Going Up in Flames." So I guess the Ink Spots failed, and uh, the world has gone up in flames. So, yep, yep, yep. so cool i like him a lot uh anything else you'd like to add uh no i think we got our list on actually uh, did you uh, get a chance to listen to uh, postmodern jukebox did a uh they did a cover of the friends theme no way so I it's not. and it was uh <laughs> it's over the decades like they do like a like i think they started in like the the 20s for the music style and they work their way up to the 90s How and of course once they get to the 90s though they got a who are they gonna? How? Who? What? Which performer are they gonna bring in to do it in the nineties? The Rembrandts. Oh, they they actually brought him in. Yeah, uh, Friends theme. Let's see here. Do 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 the evolution of Friends. That's a. <laughs> Seventies, coming up, loading, loading. Tina Turner esque. No one could ever know me. No one could ever see me. Seems you're the only one. Oh, there we go. It's like you're always stuck in the 
there's the Rembrandt. Nice. When it hasn't been your day, your week, your month. That's pretty fun. Uh, Carlos is always up on these uh, the postmodern jukebox stuff, and I love it. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, so if you want to see that whole video, it's about five minutes long, it looks like, with the Rembrandts, and it's the theme song from Friends going 1920 to 1990s. Pretty good. I'll have to check that out later. Uh, yeah, let's close the show out. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is... Would you like to play a game? Have you been watching Saw or something? No, No? I I actually... I do not like Saw. Oh, okay. But uh, the topic is going to be like uh, songs that are like... uh, Like have like... Are about games or... Or it could be sports games. Could be any type of game. Any type of game. Songs about games. Usually I have one that pops in my head right away. I don't right now. Uno, dos, no, I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Those are both technically games. <laughs> right. Uh, so the theme for our next show is game songs, or would you like to play a game? Yeah, either way. Hey, there's a new uh, Saw thing coming out. Chris Rock is the executive producer of it, and it's called Spiral, the, the continuation of Saw or something. I don't know. It looks kind of like the Bone Collector meets Saw. I don't know. I know like, I, I, if maybe if it didn't have like torture porn, maybe I. Yeah, I don't know what this thing it, it because Chris Rock is behind it. I'm kind of like, what? Why would he be interested in getting behind a horror movie franchise? I, so I yeah, know, I'd be alright with. I'm. I'd be a lot better if it was like straight up just horror instead of like just like the torture porn. That I, yeah, I don't know what's gonna be yet, but I'm kind of intrigued just a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. But we'll it's, I kind of want to see him in like a serious role. Though. I know. Yeah, and then Sam L's and Samuel's also in there too. Uh, yeah, a couple people. I don't know, but yeah, it's about. Basically, somebody trying to kill cops and trying to figure out who the cop killer is. Kind of just like the Bone Collector. So, I don't know. It looks kind of cool. So, yes. Theme for our next show is uh, Let's Play a Game, or You Want to Play a Game. Games. Uh, For updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Our flagship show, Department of Defense, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join the fun at BlindNinjaStudios.com slash live. This show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website at blindnidgestudios.com or even easier, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss a show. Also, the latest season of uh, Legends of Lothos has been underway for a couple months now. You can catch up on all the show, all the episodes, and follow along live on Mondays through our website. Uh, if you just can't get enough Soundwave and Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any, that wor- any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, if you're doing your shopping on Amazon, don't forget to stop our homepage first and click on the little Amazon link at the bottom. Do all your shopping like you normally do when you check out. Amazon kicks a little money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything. It's pretty cool. You should do it. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com. Or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks. (laughs) 